You may think that financial planning is only for older people, but it can be valuable for individuals at all stages of life. At Zenith Wealth, we help clients from their 20s right through to their 70s and beyond, working with them to make sure their dreams come true and they have a life they love. Call Zenith Wealth or go to zenithwealth.com.au and speak to the team. They'll be happy to answer any questions you may have and they'd be only too happy to help. Isn't that correct, G? That is absolutely correct. Don't forget that, zenithwealth.com.au. Great sponsors of the show, providers of this marvellous equipment and studio that we, we find them. ourselves in. Couldn't be here without Zenith We World. wouldn't be here without them. I certainly wouldn't be. No, uh, you would not. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, let's get into the next episode. Let's do it. Just like jiving away. Oh, there, I can't help myself. Absolute ball. Um, what a great song, Tim. Such did I thank you last song. week? I think we I did. We did. Well, well, we'll thank him again. Thank you again, thank Tim, you, Lane. Tim Lane. You are unbelievable. What a yes, great song. And you are the winner of X Factor, Tim Lane. You are just oh legendary. My God. Yeah, very Paul Kelly esque, isn't it? That yeah, song. Yeah, very much so. It's uh, yeah, he's brilliant. But he's I think so Tim's lucky. a better vocalist, actually. I, I, Shh, I, don't I, say that. Paul Kelly oh, might be listening. Sorry, Paul, if you're listening. Apologise. Um, what a great song and. Great Gee, song. how are you? You're looking nice good. and casual today. I'm very casual today. I've had a very long day and it's nice to casual up with a hoodie oh, today. Oh, hoodies are great. I know. Hey, how was your weekend? I had a good weekend. Did a few um, sort of charity events and uh, yeah. that sort of stuff. So yes, that was because really good. you had to MC a uh, function for a function. It was a long uh, table. West Fernie Rotary Club. Yeah, the long right. table. The that's long right. Table. That's it all was right. Fantastic down there on the foreshore at South Bernie, and it was just wonderful. Was it a successful night? Really successful. Sold out of tickets. And great brilliant. night. Great music. Brilliant. Thanks to RMS Music. How did I not know about it? How did you not know about it? I did it? not know how I did not know about it. But I don't know uh, either. But I would have been there. I was awesome. I reckon it was, MC. especially if you were there. You would be. That's right. You would have been and amazing. I looked fantastic as well. Which well, is when <laughs> don't you look fantastic, G? I tell you what, too. We've got a fantastic looking guest coming up we shortly have, as well. We'll introduce her shortly. Yeah, her in the studio, yeah. She, so. She'll be here shortly. Yes, yeah, she certainly. She's will. on a, on her way, and we've uh, kickstarted tonight without her. 
and uh, I'm glad your weekend was good. My weekend was uh, pretty good too, actually, if you really want to know. I re- actually really do. Tell me what you did. I did the paper run. Oh, you did the paper run. I did the paper son. run again. No, I did it with my daughter oh, this with your time. daughter. Well yeah. done. Wasn't that a barrel of fun? I uh, miss barrel those of laughs. days. I used to do that for um, the weekender back look, in the day. Yeah, I'd mm. imagine yeah, back in the day. I don't think they make the weekender anymore, do That's they? That's correct. Yeah, so Let's I. Just point out my age there, Oh, Graham. I'm Thank so you sorry. So much. Um, I uh, yeah, I was up at a past five Sunday morning, and uh, wow, that's commitment. Uh, commitment, I know, I know. And uh, concluded at half past nine. Then straight home, had a slice of toast, and then went along just to a slice, just, just uh, a slice, maybe five. And <laughs> then along went along uh, straight away to uh, the Bernie Surfly Saving Club because I had to compete in a oh, yes, the fat cats. round. Yes, the fat cats the fat competed cats. in round three of the. Uh, Navy series for surfboat rowing. Fantastic. And How did you go? The Fat Cats came last once again. Oh, that's um, brilliant. But we were that's there. well done. And I might just take this time, uh, speaking <laughs> of the Fat Cats, I've got to give a big shout out to Eric. Eric. Who's Eric? Just Eric. Just Eric. And those okay. who are listening know who do Eric they? is. Yes, okay. they do. Um, what else has been happening? Just what Eric. else has been happening? Um, well, yeah, well I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what else has been happening. Last night I had a very strange encounter. When I was coming home, coming down my driveway just after 10 o'clock last night and there's a random tent pitched up at the top of the driveway. Now, very weird. Someone just decided, let's just sleep here for the night. Yeah, that's weird. It was very weird. So, yeah, that's uh, weird. And it was still there this morning. I don't know where the people are, but the tent is now in my wheelie bit. You know what that is? <laughs> a little bit. Right. It was just like that. It was just like that. It was so it was scary. Like, it was like, why have they put the tent there? Just like that. I tried to ring the neighbours, but they wouldn't answer the phone. Oh. Like, isn't that just I typical neighbour time? No, your neighbours, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Answer your phone. There's well, someone at the end of my driveway. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Come on, I could have been I, killed. I thought your um, watch pony might have my pony, yeah, been you, on the... You would have thought that he would have heard it, mm. you know. But no. But no. no. Well, that is freaky. Thanks. That is freaky. I thought, I thought it was freaky. Yeah, that is. You really didn't sleep well at all. No. Thinking that there was someone sleeping at the end of the drive. No, I don't think you would have. But no. I didn't get a phone call, so you can't have been too scared. No, I was okay. Because I would have come up and sorted them you out. You certainly would have done. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yes, yes. I would have called in the heavies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My mate Brent Gillard, he'd have come up with me. Yeah, two of us would have come up with you. Yep. Two of us would have sorted it out. Don't you worry yeah, about that. Brilliant. I'll remember that for next time. You should do. You should do. There's a long list of people that want to use our services. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Okay. Well, our guest has arrived. Yeah. Well, I think let's give her a round of applause. Well, let's she's, give she's actually here now. Here she is. And I'm very excited we're going to introduce her right now. Go, Grant. Okay. So let me introduce to you our guest today. She's a wonderful, wonderful human being. Uh, her name is Tia Poole. Now, you might remember our first guest, which was Isaac Poole. Uh, now, Dr. Isaac Poole was on episode number one. He was. And uh, Tia on episode number 15 is Isaac's better half. Absolutely. And an incredible woman with an incredible story uh, in her own right. And uh, Tia, we welcome you here tonight. How are you? G'day, guys. I'm really good, thanks. Thank uh, you so much for having me on. We're so excited to have you here, We're excited. You're the first guest we've had that's actually smiled when they've said g'day. <laughs> I know. Usually it's like, oh, they've dragged me out. 
No, but it's look, eight look, o'clock. Look, look at the smile. I know, she's We can beautiful. see it, you can't. <laughs> As true. Tia, how are you? Really good. Good. I'm really happy to be here. Isaac and I are a little bit competitive, so oh, hopefully good. my interview will be better than his. He's an economist, so he's a bit boring anyway, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, know, you can say that. I'm <laughs> not going. I'm not going to uh, <laughs> enter into that argument. But Tia, we have uh, satisfied you tonight because when I made the focus uh, now. I'll set the picture. I'll set the picture. Our original guest, unfortunately, tonight got uh, ill, and at four thirty, quarter to five today, <laughs> I I reached out to uh, Tia and I yep. said, Tia, we're going to bring forward, if you're willing tonight, your appearance on the Get the Know How podcast yep. with Giovanna and Grant. And Tia said, Will there be wine? Will there be wine? And alas, there's two <laughs> bottles of wine. That's never happened before. Oh. You must be special. She's well, special. <laughs> I don't think the people at Bayviews would be that surprised. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Tia and I met last year before Christmas, and um, as I got to know Isaac, I got to meet Tia, and um, you know, behind every good man, there's even a better woman. That so, uh, and uh, I finally. Uh, Understand that on uh, two fronts: one, my partner Aaron, and two, uh, Isaac's uh, lovely wife, Tia. And uh, Tia is uh, got quite a good story that uh, she can impart on us. And uh, Tia, the way the rules work in this show, there are no rules. There, we have no agenda. We have no agenda. My sort of rules. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all yep. about just chatting and and saying yep. hello. So, uh, welcome, young lady. Welcome. Thank you. So, yeah, so <laughs> here I am. Here you yeah, are. Tell us a bit about your story, I guess, because I don't know a lot and uh, I'm very excited I'm, to I find know out. A, I know a little. Should I, I set you. the scene? Set the scene. Yeah, you set can the set the scene. scene. Okay, Tia, so what we want to know about, um, obviously, like, Tia is uh, extremely successful in her own right in the uh, the field that she operates in, um, but you've, you've got quite the story to get to where you are today, living back here in Burning Tasmania, and you've been all over the world, and uh, you've worked in uh, the UK, and um, you worked for a very big company in Hong Kong. Prior to that, though, can we start with Tia as a young girl, and how you, I guess, found your way? Yeah, definitely. And, and what your, uh, your your life journey was like in your early years. Yep. Well, um, I guess I was I was born in Aussie, but um, for those that can't see me, um, I look pretty Asian. Um, but um, pretty Asian, <laughs> beautiful Asian. I'm so uh, elaborate on on pretty Asian. Uh, well, I, I look Chinese, and my uh, biological mum and dad had the um, flower drum restaurant that was in Somerset, and then went to Terrylands. Yes. So, Yummo. Yeah, really good mm. food. Um, my my father wasn't a great father, but he was a okay cook, actually. I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give him something there. Got to give him something. I like it. Um, so um, running a Chinese restaurant was quite difficult for my parents. And so what happened was um, they struggled to look after me and also run the restaurant. So uh, they were at the Somerset Top Pub for the first year. I don't know how long it was now. But first years of their life in Tassie, and um, from there they met 
they used to hold the darts tournaments in Somerset. So wow, my, okay, yeah. So apparently, at eighteen months old, I was a bit of a handful as a baby, um, and there was a, um, a a lady there that was a regular for the the pub and the darts, um, and she um, grabbed me when I was crying and said, give her here. And um, apparently she soothed me and I was quiet from then on. And then my biological mum said, oh, do you want to be our nanny? (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, from then on, from 18 months on, I lived with um, my nanny who was – I love it a bit and I don't regret any bit of it, but she was a bogan and that's where I got my – Bogan accent. So you from. actually went to live with her, not with your parents? Yep, went to wow. live with her. Wow. And so then um, I was uh, – they were amazing. They were a lot older and they were pensioners as well. Yep. And, um, yeah, then when I was about uh, – when during Sundays and stuff like that, when they had their day off, they would come and see us. But um, it was pretty much the nanny that became like our mother. Yeah, so, so there were siblings as well. Yeah, there was one yeah. sibling um, yeah. and he's now in Melbourne. Um, but, yeah, they they were just absolutely amazing to, to grow up with. And um, eventually what happened was um, my father, who was a little bit rough with us, and so one time the nanny caught him being a bit rough with my brother yeah. and then gave him an uppercut. So, (laughs) how old was your brother at the time? He would have been, uh, he was about five or six. So, this was your biological father? Yes. Did that? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, um, after that, the the nanny unfortunately got fired. Oh. And so, we had to then um, find a new nanny. Uh, How old were you at that time? So, I was, I must have been about seven or eight. Um, It's a lot for a seven-year-old and a five-year-old to take in at an early age and uh, to lose someone that you'd bonded with and and were emotionally connected with. How come she was fired? Because Because she'd protected my brother and uppercut my father. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So um, after that then they hired a nanny from uh, mainland China. All I would say to those families out there, Make sure you hire someone really ugly and fat and old so that uh, your father doesn't run away with them. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, good advice. So okay. that's, yeah, that's what happened with our family. That's why you're right. won't let me have an old pair. So you, had, so you had the new nanny but then your father ran away with her. Yes. Wow. So he ran away with her and then my biological mother went a bit crazy yeah, as well. Yep. Um, and then we sort of went from – a few different family or aunties and uncles and grandparents but we found it quite hard because we'd grown up with the the nanny then uh, who only spoke English when we went to live with the grandparents who only spoke Chinese we had no idea what was going on yeah so um yeah we found that time very difficult um and then Eventually, after moving around different homes for a while, eventually we went back to the nanny. We just begged and pleaded to go back to the nanny, which was brilliant. And oh, wow. Um, she looked at her and her husband looked after us again. 
um, because the family had split, um, both parents were saying that they didn't have any money, so who knows where it all went. Yeah. But um, it didn't go towards the children. Um, so then the nanny was using – and her husband, they were using their own pension money to look after us. Oh, God bless them. I wish you had to stay with them the whole time. Yeah. But it, anyway, yeah. They were just absolutely amazing and I, I wouldn't be the person I am today without them. And also um, – the mother that did end up fostering me uh, or, yeah, we, we call it adopting them pretty much like her daughter but, yeah, um, yeah, where to go from there. So I guess with the nanny, all I wanted to say there was that, you know, it, she gave up so much and she didn't have to. We weren't her biological family. She was just someone that was a regular at the Somerset, Somerset Hotel Pub. and, yep. yeah, and soothed you. And took us in. Um, I mean, there were times when – we they didn't have enough money and we had a pet rabbit um, and one day the pet rabbit ran away but we had rabbit stew a couple of yeah, weeks later yeah, and yep. it's not until you're a bit older you realise you ate your pet rabbit which yep. is a bit disturbing. It is disturbing. <laughs> it happened in my household a few times. But it's called goats. survival. <laughs> oh, in my case it was called Greek parents. Yeah. <laughs> Greeks eat everything. Mm. But uh, oh, anyway, yeah. But the Greek rabbit stews are so good. <laughs> I've never had rabbit in my life but I, I believe you. <laughs> um, so, so the... This, these uh, people, um, because obviously, like they, they had a big influence on your life early. Yep. But you didn't stay with them. No, no. I didn't stay with them because what happened was there. Sometimes with these sort of incidents, you know, you create a bond with with the victim, and so my nanny created a really strong bond with my brother and. So then growing up it was quite difficult because he also was dealing with his own demons as well. Yes. So um, in the end I ran away. Um, and How old were you? Um, I think I was about 12 or yep. so. Wow. Um, and oh, there were a few things in between. We did try um, – my biological mother found a boyfriend who then became a husband in Melbourne – and she did say to us, well, why don't you come and live with us in Melbourne and we'll all live as a happy family. And I thought, oh, that's just what I want. I just want to mm. live in a, one of those picture Absolutely. perfect families. Yes, yeah. um, I don't think there is such thing as a completely normal family. But um, what I found difficult was going over there. And because I hadn't really lived with my biological mother, um, and then there was this... Um, to me, a stranger, I found it really difficult to connect with them and I may have um, – I was an A-grade student at Marist and then I found school in Melbourne was quite easy and dealing with all my issues, um, my mother would drop me off at the front of the school and I'd walk out the back and go into, into the city for um, most of the day, I guess. Yeah, of course, um, yep. So then I got sent back to Tassie – um, <laughs> for Christmas, and then by that stage, I'd found myself a boyfriend and thought yep. he was the one. He was the one, <laughs> yeah, as you do. Yeah, yeah. found but, some hope. Yeah, you know, yep. Dirty scoundrel ran off with my best friend, that oh, old chestnut. What? Uh, <laughs> the old at, chestnut. At, at what is that? <laughs> 14. Oh my, that 14, was 14. That was my goodness. <laughs> 
What's the go with that? You cannot do that God. to your friends. And her like, name was Love. How tacky is oh, that? <laughs> what, what, what? Love? That was her yeah, name? Love. That's There's a show on Netflix so where the girl's tacky. name was Love. But, um, yeah, not, yeah, that's tacky. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I got sent over here for Christmas because we were really missing the nanny and then um, my – I was ready to come back after the Christmas holidays and my biological mother said, well, actually, it's not working out, so um, you're staying there. Wow. So who are you staying with then? So now what happened was um, I had some beautiful, beautiful people that were – they've always been in my life because – um, the, she's now my mum, but um, she was a regular at the Chinese restaurant. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Yes. She doesn't enjoy cooking as much. She's very good at reheating. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I love see that. Out yeah. regularly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Reheat, <laughs> press the three button, and away you go. It's yep. brilliant. I've learnt so much good stuff from her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, especially when you're a mother now, it is yeah. – oh, she's taught me amazing things. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so she was a regular at the Chinese restaurant and my biological mother had approached her and said, can you please look after my daughter? And my um, now my mother, um, she said to my biological mother, well, your children are your own responsibility, so you should really look after them yourself. Um, and then what happened was my biological mother said to me, oh, Yes, she said it's fine as long as you call her and ask her. So here wow, I am okay. in bawling my eyes out in tears yeah, going, is it okay if I live with you? And yep. so, of course, my mum said, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so, of course so, so, so how old were you at this time? Uh, yeah, that's when 10? I was about 14, 15. So, so at wow. 14, 15, you've had... Your, your father run off with the maid. Yep. Your biological mother leave you behind, repartner, invite yep. you in, and then kick you back out. Yep. Oh, and she used to come visit Tazzy, but yep. not actually tell us as well because right. she didn't want to actually see us. So, so. oh so my gosh, how how at um at fourteen fifteen, how how do you remain balanced and well adjusted um. and I don't think I was. I think I was very um, – a, a bit of a handful. Um, In what just, sort of way? Just dealing – I'd like to try and push the boundaries and um, – Were you the I type of kid that would, you know, sneak out of the window at night time or go and drink with friends or – Well, I, I drink, um, but uh, – with, I drink with friends, but I wouldn't sneak out the window. But yep. that was probably because I'm a bit lazy as well. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I snuck out of a window once, and and uh, there was a massive big spider, and I couldn't get back in. So <laughs> yeah, see, that's yeah. what I'd be worried yeah. about. See, so we had to go ring the doorbell at my no, friend's I, parents' I, house and get them to let us back in. Yeah. I, I, I never did so any of that, and and, well. and 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 I like I came shout from shout out to Nerodine, by the way. Doing that. Yep. <laughs> Hello, Nerodine. Um, <laughs> I I came from a well-adjusted, normal, what I call consider a normal Absolutely family. Absolutely, same. Know? And, and yeah. so my family were not wealthy by any means, um, but they were good, caring parents. And I can't 
put myself in your shoes and and even fathom that. Well, I think, you know, I was so lucky to have gone through what I had and then met the parents I have today because, um, you know, my mum, she's never had any children of her own and she's very old school and strict, but it was just what I needed and... Did she um, take both of you in? No, you in my brother wanted to stay with the nanny. Okay, so he stayed there, and um, so he went with the nanny. Yeah, he went because they had the special bond together. Now that's yeah. That, yep. Sorry, that's not the, the nanny, nanny that ran off with your fellow. That's the original. Yeah, nanny. Yeah, the original nanny who lives where now. Um, unfortunately, she's passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. No, uh, yeah. she she had a good life, um, but she did like to smoke a packet of fifties a day. So yeah, um, right. Yep. yep. <laughs> yep, it, it'll catch up to you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, she's um, she's been an amazing influence in our life. Yeah. Um, but I I just found because of the strong bond, I couldn't live there anymore. Yeah. Okay, I so understand. I think um, I do. I do. Um, and your relationship with your brother does it. It's it's not amazing. We've just sort of gone our own different ways. Yeah. He's still dealing with his he still demons. Has demons. Well, I from I don't know if he he's if he has now, but I haven't spoken to him for oh, over seven years. Oh wow! Oh so, wow! That's a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I hope he's doing really well, but um, yeah, the way it ended wasn't great. Um, and oh, I hope he doesn't mind me saying it, but, you know, he was on the crystal meth at the time that I yeah. said yeah. goodbye yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he was fighting his demons and that was his that's way That's uh, pretty harsh um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, drug, isn't it? And, yeah, uh, it is. In a lot of the cases, uh, I think uh, there's not Let's just hope that he no got coming back that from that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we pray for him because uh, yeah. we, uh, I, yeah, well, yeah, um, let's just... Hope he helps himself and, yeah. and gets clean. Um, I, yeah, I I think he's doing. From what I've heard, he's doing really well oh, now. Oh, that's, that's so good. good. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, that was seven years ago, and I think now he's. Uh, from what I've heard, he's got a job and oh, he's got a, a great girlfriend, and it's all going well. Fantastic. So, that's yeah. so good. So, T, you got uh, more or less, let's call it quasi-adopted by yes. this uh, beautiful the family. At in, the at in, the restaurant, in, which in is Penguin. incredible. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. It, actually, it, it really is. It's yeah. a fascinating story. Mm. Um, yeah, she, she was absolutely amazing. And she, I mean, she, they're very proper and old school and it's just what I needed. Um <laughs> There was one time when uh, I the first couple of weeks, and I'm like, "Oh, what time's Tucker?" And my mum's like, "Tucker, possum, you don't say po- Tucker in this household." <laughs> <laughs> and then I think she sent me she sent me down to Encore for deportment and grooming oh, classes. Lovely, beautiful, <laughs> excellent, right? I love it. Love well, it. I'm sure many a young yeah. lady's been through there, and uh, yeah, many have what. passed, but I'm sure many have yep, failed. Absolutely, it has. M- Help make me the person I am today because honestly, um, without that sort of guidance, um, I wouldn't have been able to survive in the corporate world. So yeah, yeah that's um, true. Well, I, that's exactly I, right. I do know the person you are today, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that it gave you a pretty good head start because I know what um, G does and has done in the past with young ladies, and it's yep. it's pretty important. 
impressive um, when you consider the impact that you've had. Gee, yeah, now I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you now yeah. and uh, yeah. giving you kudos, but you've <laughs> yeah. done wonderful things to yeah. the you. young uh, ladies in this town. And uh, yep. obviously, T, here's a, yeah. a, a, a shining I example. You can remember yeah. me, like. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, but I, I do remember your mum in the restaurant, so I do because I did go there quite a bit. So, um, you know, in my head while you're talking, I'm going, wow, I wouldn't have picked it, mm. I guess. So, yep. Isn't that like um, the, the funny thing about small communities? Yeah. And, and now you meet people. And now you've told me. And, and then when you said that about coming to yeah. Bogan, it's like, oh, my gosh. I, wow, I've, I've interest, introduced you. I feel you. really old now because <laughs> well, you were very young when you did that. Yeah. She's still very yeah. young. Uh, <laughs> what was your surname then? Wolf. Yes. So wolf. I yes. was a wolf. You were so, a wolf. Yep. Oh, so I've introduced <laughs> you guys tonight. And, yeah, and, and I actually did and, know you. And you started listening to this story and, yep. and, and you can remember – to his I remember mother, the, yeah, I can. And yeah. and uh, she's always cooking, yeah. yeah. And um, and you know, two came to you for guidance at a young wow, age. Oh, that's um, insane! Which is amazing. Yep, that's so, insane. so insane. <laughs> it is insane. So, so <laughs> Tia, my um, emotions are like all over the shop right now because you know. Uh, let's see yeah. if we can make her cry. I reckon you can because you know I was talking to a bunch of a group of girls in school today. She's actually. done it a couple of times in this podcast. I have. I get emotional. Um, but I was telling them how important it was to be kind to each other. Yeah. You know because we don't <sighs> Tracy know. Tracy Bevan. Tracy Bevan said, "Be kind because be kind, be kind because yeah. you don't know what the other person's going no. through." Yep. You know. It's so true, and how? you don't know. I, I, Oh, just don't get me going about that. I'm I mean, just going to get T-shirts like, made. Be like, kind. Yeah, absolutely. We should do Simple. because um, fair income. Um, you know, oh, right? This is Eddie Maguire. Mm. Eddie Maguire, president of uh, former president former now president. of Collywood, has been Wood forever. Uh, oh they know how to play the game. I'm a Carlton supporter. Yeah, how dare you sing that? <laughs> I, um, I used to go out with the guy but, for Collingwood. But he's. So I remember the song. He's been. Absolutely <laughs> crucified and, and ostracised <laughs> in the media. Um, oh, sorry, we're back to that. Yeah, <laughs> you, are you saying time. that you went out with a Collingwood supporter who was good looking? Yeah. Did he have all his teeth? Yeah, teeth. Hey, I'm a Collingwood supporter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have nice teeth. <laughs> I know my mum invested in uh, <laughs> in, your teeth. in my teeth. Your mum replaced them. Um, <laughs> Yeah, oh, don't get me started. Sorry, Eddie Maguire, Eddie Maguire. <laughs> but he's been our- absolutely ostracised, crucified, murdered in the media. Yeah, and, you shouldn't. And it's mental health is so No, important. you shouldn't. And we talk about being kind and this guy's, you know, as far as I'm concerned, what I've witnessed has been the fall guy to absolutely something that may yeah. have happened systematically for years and years and years in that football club and I'm sure it exists in Every football That's right, club, absolutely. and, uh, and now he gets hammered, and he gets hammered for it, and crucified, and uh, basically, uh, thank you very much, public enemy number one for all the do-gooders. And what pisses me off is that the people that put comments up about Ugh, his supposed behaviour um, and how tell you how bad it is and and everything else um, are so freaking nasty. They are. So freaking nasty. Yep. Um, and th- this is what we've become. This is what we've become as a society. Yep. Um, and it just really gets on my bloody goat. Um, you know. I'm not well, having goat stew. No, no, locals, you know, like, um, <laughs> you know. Um, I can't believe you ate okay, your rabbit. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> I mean, who would be a paid official in any capacity 
in the public forums, in the public governments? Would you be in council? He's gone, he's gone completely. No, I know. I'm going on a rant. Yeah. Would you be a Would you be a politician? Yes. Would you be, you know, a local council? Um, you know, you open yourself up to so much unwarranted criticism. People, I implore you, if you see something in the newspaper and it's chucked up on Facebook, read the bloody article before you comment. That's all I'm going to say. That's well, it. I think yeah, Facebook put a shut to the, a shut down to that anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, read the article, get your facts straight, then comment. Don't comment on a headline. But n- Be don't, kind. I, I, I would take it one step further and don't just read that article. Read a few articles from a few different papers so that you get an open perspective. Yeah, I agree. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and part of the problem is with people today is that we're, we're – we have to react so quick in our opinion, um, and that's all due to social media. Yeah, um, we react to headlines, and uh, guess what, guys? It's clickbait, and uh, you're falling for it every time. Do your research, take a step back, make a if you're going to comment, make a um, make an educated yeah, an educated comment. Comment, yes. uh, you know, a nice comment. Don't be a bogan. Don't be an idiot. Um, you know, and, and be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Yeah, absolutely be so kind. So, let's get back to you, So, yeah, Tia. let's get back. Yeah, because, you know, it's about you. We, sometimes <laughs> no, I we just, just go off. But oh, God. It just, <laughs> it's just what we do. <laughs> oh, good. annoys me so much. Oh, we can swear but on this. That's the yeah, first time. Yeah, I, yeah. I just said the F word. That's did, the first time I've done really? Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Grant, but how? I know. But it freaking gripes me. <laughs> Right, okay. Um, we'll, pretend, we'll just pretend that didn't happen. Let's um, pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, oh, so your well. story so far, I like the singing. No, so Tia, it's just incredible. Yes. It's, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, um, the best part is, is is just starting where I met my parents that have taken me in. Um, I took on their name. I sort of forced myself upon them. Um, but they didn't push me back. They just took me in and looked after me and guided me. Super strict, but, um, you know, I, it's what I needed. You were a very lucky um, young lady so to have lucky. that happen. Super lucky. Yeah. They, um, I wish I had a taken in. You know, I was probably I a restaurant <laughs> a fair bit. Um, <laughs> Gee, we could have adopted too. Easy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well. Oh, my God. Yeah. Easy. It was, it, it, I think, um, yeah, a lot of people didn't know what was going on or anything no. like that. And, um. I think I'm a, a sort of. I guess I'm not very private tonight, but usually pretty private anyway. Um, and so dealing with all those issues, trying to go to school and um, going back to Mara. So you're going back to a new school. Well, it's not new, yeah. but um, making friends again, that sort of thing. It was, um, yeah, a, a quite a difficult period, but. Um, I was fortunate enough to also meet Isaac there. So, well, yeah, yeah. of course. Who's now your husband, of course, and you've yep. got a couple of kids oh. as well. So, so yeah, that's I mean, amazing. I was still a bit naughty. Well, I'm a giggler. I always just giggle. Really? Even even today when I was doing my boxing class, tell you what, if you need to get fit, go up to Upper Burnie to, do you know the name of it? Uh, oh, yes. I know yes. Kelly goes there yes. and uh, she's been egging me on to come yes. along. And Six o'clock, opposite the news agency, Upper yeah, Burnie. The Upper Burnie Hall. And I would love to go. I have a frozen shoulder and I can't do it anymore. I used to do boxing down at the surf club, actually. We used to go out there and outside and... Oh, yeah, actually, um... Brilliant. I actually got yeah. in the ring once. 
Did you really? Yep. The Ring of Fire. That the ring, ring of Fire. He can actually sing. I can't sing. Did you actually get in the boxing ring? Just once. Did just did a. Uh, who with? I bet, was it Cuz? No, I'm not, not going to tell Cuz. you. Who it was with. No, 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 no. I would have slaughtered a Cuz. Yeah. Um, it was a. His nose would have taken you out. Uh, he knows it. He knows it too. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just a, a three round. Um. Spar, if you like. Did you make the three rounds? I made the three rounds, and the first Woo! I'll tell you what happened in the first <laughs> round, right? Because I was thinking so much because I've been practicing for it, and I was thinking of like, who are you picturing? Well, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm not going to go there, um, but I actually want to know. Um, you don't want to know, um, but it, it was um, like I'd done training, and and when we trained, it was like you know all this. My coach would count, you know, one, one, two, one, two, five, one, two, seven. And he had to, like, think of all these, you know, you, you trained in these patterns and whether you went strike, you know, with your, your foot, um, I don't know, jab, jab, uppercut, whatever, hook, duck, weave, do this. And your footwork was going great. So in the first round, all I could think about was, like, <laughs> these numbers and my feet. And I got cracked right on the bloody chin in the first round. And my knees wobbled. And <laughs> I thought, Jesus, what the heck is going on here? So the next two oh rounds, I'm just like, right, forget about everything and just fight. And um, third round, had my opponent backed up into the corner and he said, I've had enough. Oh, what? He said, I've had enough. He did said, you I, win the game? Well, what, the game? It was just the training, match. but... How much did you pay him? No, yeah. no, 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 no. I... I <laughs> Just but but I should have gone down in the first round. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's beside the point. I learn new things about him every week, Ted. Like Love it's it. incredible. <laughs> and um, and I don't think there's many people in the you world. Do. There's not many people. Now I know the listeners can't see this, but you actually got up mid podcast <laughs> and went looking for another bottle of wine, I and no one even knew. But now they know because I've just I did. said it, and you've you've gone and you found it. And no one even knew. Well done. No, no one even knew I was gone. Yep. Except there was a Magic. bit of a clonk when you put it on the table. <laughs> no, there was. And it tastes nice. Would you like another one? I'm good. I'm still going. I'm the, I think I need to go a bit faster. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Talk too much. That's your problem. Talk too much. So, T, what are you doing now? Obviously, you're, you're a parent, but what are you... Yep. Yeah, well, so, she's um, married to Isaac. Well, she's married to Isaac. Yeah, but it's all about don't you, Isaac. let your husband define you. That's what oh, I would say to all the women well out there. Done. Yeah, well done. <laughs> and coming up to International Women's Day, I really stand by it. On the 12th of uh, March, we have a luncheon. Yes. Are you speaking of that, Chi? No, I don't think I'm. No, I'm not speaking Are you of that a guest? one. I am a guest at that one. I so think. am I. Excellent. I did speak at it last year. I want to wear my best frock. And I think we've got – this is the one at the Town Hall. I have no idea, but I'm going. That is it. At the Town Hall. And we've got um, Councillor Amina Keegan is talking at that one. Or was the MC, sorry, at that one. And Melanie, who's the um, magistrate. um, Yes. Oh, Melanie's beautiful. She is amazing. What a lovely lady. Yep, fellow Rotarian. Beautiful. Love it a bit. (laughs) Yeah, so so, um, let's go to Rotary. So um, I'm a Rotarian. You are. And I uh, invited Isaac into Rotary and Isaac pretty much told me pretty quick that Tia should be in Rotary. So we brought Tia along and um, what a fantastic little group of people we've assembled in the Rotary last... Rotary is wonderful. It it's a wonderful organisation. So much fun. Um, <laughs> so we, we've like... And, and at the Rotary Club that we're in was 
is fantastic, always has been fantastic, and is full of beautiful, beautiful people. But They're like family. Yep. Yeah, they are. But we went on a bit of a, a recruitment surge, largely driven by me. Um, <laughs> and so I've put to, together <laughs> – no, seriously. I'm like, pretty sure you wrote to my neighbour in, didn't you? Yeah, your neighbour's in there. Yes. So Tyron. Um, <laughs> oh, that's your neighbour. Tyron. Dan from the Ty, Walnut Ty, Farm. Ty um, didn't get, take the tent down, mind you. Thanks, Ty. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ty. Dan from the Walnut Farm, uh, Tia, Isaac, um, Kelly. Kelly Hooper, who I just love, and is yep, my good my uh, my business partner. Um, D D's come along, you know D Capine. Yes, absolutely. Saw um, her at the nail salon on Saturdays. I was getting my lovely oh. nails and Tootsie's done as well. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, poor D. She was stuck in ISO for fourteen days. Yeah. Oh, a, a week was it? Yeah. She only had to do she was a week stuck for a while. Well, yep. I'd have given her twenty-one days. <laughs> yeah, just because I because I could. Yeah, good on you. I'll kick him under the table for you, D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've assembled this great group. We, uh, oh, Jared French, amazing yep, young Jared, man. Yep. And he's, you know Jared? Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> stay tuned for that young man because he's going okay. places. Good. Um, so we've assembled this great group and uh, we've got a couple, a couple others that are about to, to, to come on board. And um, You should come join, G. You should, G. I would, I'm an honorary Bernie Rotary member. And? At this point. This point, um, I'm so busy. You're honorary there and honorary. officially with us. And officially. Yeah, so oh. let's let's work on that. <laughs> yeah. I think we work on that. But we've just got a great group of people and and, um, and so let's talk about that because um, I think we're going to skip the whole how we met Isaac and fell in love and oh, yeah. everything else. There wasn't much there. I, all I was going to say is, well, um, <laughs> after after – well, we met through debating, which I definitely oh. recommend. To now, there's a story about debating's that. Debating's yes. wonderful. Because you were sent to the debating I was class sent for being to, naughty. Yes, I was, as I was saying before, I'm a giggler, so I was always sent to detention for um, for giggling. Yes. And um, Mrs. Viney, and I, I was so much, she sent me, she said to me, Tia, sick of sending you to detention, De- detention or debating? So I went, Debating, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so went to debating, and that's how I met Isaac because he was wow. a year ago. Oh so they've been de- they've been together ever since and got married, which is just exceptional. Yep. High school do you, sweethearts. Do you two debate at home? We do. Like yep. we don't fight, we debate, and it's yeah, brilliant. Right. Like and it's I bet you you win. <laughs> I he does complain. I like to have the last word, but I think that's part of being a wife as well. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so. Um, you know, you 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 you're very passionate about community. Yes, and you've moved back to Bernie, Tasmania, from Hong Kong. Yep. So, um, yeah, which is a huge move. I think for me, I've always wanted to come back and give back because I wouldn't be the person I am today, and I wouldn't be as successful as I am if not for growing up here. And and. and uh, that's people wonderful. providing for you and giving to you, and it's yeah. a pass it forward. And, and exactly, it's a pass it forward. Yeah. Like I've, um, I've had the opportunity to. I went to uni. Um, I studied law, studied commerce, um, and fell into insurance by accident, and absolutely loved it because 
It was uh, marine insurance. And yeah, you're not just an ordinary insurance broker that goes and does the public liability on a business like mine or, or G's. You, no. You're in the... I'm in the big and gutsy stuff. You're in the big and gutsy stuff. So, (laughs) So, you know, I'm... You insure the ocean liners, right? Ocean liners. Wow. You actually... I thought you were just making that up. No, no. Wow. Um, The ports and terminals and uh, global ports and terminals. So, So we're probably talking about premiums that would be in their millions. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Versus, you know... And you're doing all of this from Bernie? (laughs) From Bernie. And that's... That's what I want to try and encourage and bring to the community. Like, there's nothing stopping us from doing that. Um, it's uh, And it's, insurance is all about the relationships as well. And I do think that growing up in a town like this, we are so fortunate to be able to know how to build relationships <sighs> with people. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny, I had a chat on Friday afternoon. And not fake relationships. And not fake no. relationships. Yeah, I had a chat on Friday afternoon with two businessmen from Bernie and, and we were just talking about um, the amount of people from this area, the northwest coast. And so for listeners that are um, overseas and in a state that don't know where we are. Because we do have some overseas fans. Because we do, we, we do. do. We, we, we do. chartered in Canada. That's right. <laughs> ching, ching, ching. Uh, well, wish it was ching, ching. Yeah. Um, and, um, but um, Bernie itself is a, uh, we'll call it a city of less than 20,000 people. Yep, but 19 and a half. But Bernie is just one small part and it's the industrial hub, if you like, of yep. the greater northwest coast of Tasmania, which is the most beautiful countryside you'll ever see. And um, it's an amazing community. And the two businessmen I was talking to says you can do absolutely anything from this community on a global perspective. Yep. And traditionally, um, and, and from what what we've witnessed with, with local success stories is that um, we bat outside our league. Um, yes. We really, really do. And, um, and, and and I had this conversation with these two businessmen and we thought, well, what, what's the common denominator here? And um, I, I think it's the way we were brought up and um, I think particularly those that have been brought up on a rural setting Yes, um, yep. working on the farm, working on the land, have have been successful. Living Anna, working on the land. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Beat me to um, it. <laughs> I got Sorry. you. Um, but I like you know, to beat things into song. Um, we, it, 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 it's just ingrained in people down here to have a crack. Um, those that are, look, obviously, like every community, there's people that don't have a crack. Um, but those that have been successful nationally, internationally. Um, and we do bet out of our league, and it's you know hard work is ingrained in us, um, I believe, and um, yeah, that's just part of being here. So, I mean, one thing that um, I remember in high school at Marist was one of the levers, Phil Pullinger. If you're listening, that's you. You probably can't even remember it, but you told us to be a doer and not a knocker, and I've always, always had that in the back of my mind. That and with Isaac when I was like sobbing away over some stupid drama, he's like, build a bridge and get over it. Um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But it's just, you know, you can – I always think in life you can take two paths. You can either be a victim, continue to feel sorry for yourself, continue to find excuses, or you can build a bridge and get over it and say, okay, Mm. that was one hurdle in my life. 
What am I going to do now? I'm so sick. Yeah. And I'm going to make myself sicker because I'm so sick. Yep. Or I'm going to stand up, brush myself up and say, you know what? Get some air. Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, if you wake up in the morning and you say that I'm going to face the day and it's going to be a wonderful day, guess what? It's going to be a wonderful day. It is. Yep. Yep. But if I wake up and say, I'm going to have a bad day today, guess what? I will. Yep. And I also think that, you know, uh, sometimes the, the problem is the people you surround yourself with. Yes. You like to surround yourself with a, a safety blanket of people that feel sorry for you or, and, or are dealing with their own demons and you get used to the drama. And I do think that, you know, life is too short. You need to step out of your comfort zone, get out there and do something. There's nothing to stop you. We are the sum of, what, the six people we hang around with the most? Um, I read somewhere, like, the the people, the six people you spend the most time with is where you pick up the, the traits from. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, no, um, it's proven. And so, you know, surround yourself with people that don't destroy you yep. or bring you down. Yeah. Uh, and that goes for partners as well. I mean, absolutely. I was very fortunate to have, have met Isaac uh, when I did and then um you know, he's always been supportive of me and but it works both ways, you know. I I think that people forget sometimes that in a relationship there's always give and take and sometimes it always feels like um you're giving a bloody lot more than you're taking. But um, you need that person there behind you that will support you. And if you don't have that, then maybe it's time to start thinking. Uh, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to cause any, road. like, breakup. You here, might cause <laughs> a breakup tonight. <laughs> no, no. You're, you're, Awkward. The, Let's the, take some you, callers you, on the line and yeah, see yeah, if, yeah. if anyone's <laughs> broken up. You're absolutely correct. The phone lines are going crazy right now. I can um, see it. No, 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 no. no I, <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. Entirely. Um, entirely. Entirely. And, uh, <laughs> Drink up. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. But relationships, are, you know, it's important to have yeah. respect and um, encourage and sacrifice and everything else. But it only – if, if you're not on board for the journey, you're not going to last. Yeah. That's exactly and right. Yep. And, and you have to step out of your comfort zone Yeah, sometimes. absolutely you have to do. And um. so I see so many people that start off fantastically but they – they drift because, for whatever reasons. Um, yeah. Whereas I've been, Isaac and I um, have been quite lucky because we've always been there for each other. Even though um, we could be, oh, I can remember when he decided um, two weeks before he left, oh, I'm going to go to the UK and do my PhD. So then I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you went. Right. Well, so, I'll just... Um, yeah. You went so with him? I did go, but yeah. I had to... It was the busiest time of the year because we were doing the P&O Ports renewals. So um, I had to stay a month back for that. Um, Isaac spent that whole two weeks. We were very young and immature. I still am, but um, yeah, immature Love at least. Yeah, young. <laughs> but, definitely um, young. I, um, I had to stay back while he spent the la- his last two weeks in Sydney. He spent um, farewell partying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, then, like the Tony Farnham tour. Like, yeah, a, like, well, a, like yeah. a true corporate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I, um, I got a work transfer over there, so I was the um, breadwinner. 
um, or keeper or whatever it's called. Yeah, I always winner, 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 winner. I always get those sayings muddled up. Um, but <laughs> anyway, um, I I stayed in Sydney for the month and tidied up everything, sent stuff back to Tassie and tidied up the renewals and flew over. Um, I think during that time the car got broken into, tried to call Isaac to see what to do. He was wasted at a um, uni party. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we get on well with Isaac. (laughs) Yeah, Isaac, my man. My man. My man. (laughs) And so the worst thing is I couldn't even put him in the doghouse because he's over the other side of the world. That's (laughs) right. Isaac, Isaac, Isaac. The thing of Isaac is he (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> and I love Isaac. Like I've become so fond of this man. He's not in a creepy sort of <laughs> go and creepy way, um, but in a non creepy way. But he's like this clean cut guy. He is. He is. Uh, dresses it's a lie. Dresses very very sharp. <laughs> yeah, and he had me fooled. He's, Isaac. He's very. Um, controlled and contained in how he talks and communicates, but then you get that little bit of wine that just dips him over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing. It is, uh, but not when you're the wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it takes two to make a marriage. Too. I know, so and, I get just as it, wasted. And it ta- <laughs> yep. And it takes two to break a marriage. Yep. And, uh, you know, my, my observations are, is that uh, – there's always one person that admits that it takes two to make it and there's always one that says it was 100% the other person's fault. That is a reality of life. Um, but if you can keep two two to make it, two to break it and keep it calm, you'll go forever. Yep. I mean, we've always just sacrificed for each other. Yeah. Um, so I got the transfer over to the UK. Then I was uh, the breadwinner and – I, I will say to all those husbands out there that are breadwinners, I feel for you because a lot of the wives do not actually – that haven't worked and stayed at home. Um, there is a lot of stress in making sure you keep your job even if you hate your job. Um, there's a lot of – when you've got a family, there's a lot of stress on making sure that – um, you know, you can still provide for them even though you really don't want to be there sometimes and then you're just sort of trapped in your career and um, I, I just would say just for all those wives out there that have only ever been stay-at-home wives, just be a little bit thoughtful of what the breadwinner has to do emotionally as well as um, physically, especially if they, they don't actually enjoy their job and Sometimes, you know, we when we haven't been through that ourselves, it's really hard to to understand. So, um, yeah, I'm really – another thing that I'm grateful I did, I bloody hated it because um, I was – Isaac told me a little bit of a fib that uh, you had to stay in Oxford if you were studying in Oxford. Oh. Meanwhile. Oh, right. Yes. Meanwhile. Right, old chap. We'll stay in Oxford, won't we? Oh, oh. <laughs> rah, rah. Rah, Meanwhile, my freaking job was two hours commute each way. Right. So oh. He lied. <laughs> it brings me yep. back to that Young Ones episode again. <laughs> oh, the Young Ones. God bless. Lord Snot. Yep, Lord Snot. Oh, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I see. No, I see. I love the young ones. 
<laughs> no, look, it, you, and you're right, and, and what you say is right. Look, I'm 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 very fortunate because um, you know, and it, it's it's a hard balance because I've got, as you know, twin daughters. Um, one of them is quite special special needs, and um, and that's a full time job in itself for my partner Aaron. But um, and it is a hard balance because you know. You have to finish what I'm doing here at work, and I have to be home at the same time, and it, and it and it doesn't leave much time for anything else. But if you've got a relationship where you can understand that exactly, and you make that work, which I have, and I'm very fortunate. Um, but there's plenty that, plenty out there that don't. So um, yeah, and I I just think that um, one thing I've noticed now, especially because I've been in that position, is just how stressful it is, and sometimes. It, it, it's hard for the other partner to really understand what's going on. So, yeah, yeah another, so, be mindful, be kind. So be mindful, be kind. So what, what's Tia want to achieve? Because Tia, what are you doing now? I know that you're um, you're going uh, great guns with your insurance. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, eventually I'd like to start up my own insurance firm in, uh, in Burnie. I would love that. And, yeah, just to – just to give people here a chance to experience the international world, and yeah. uh, because you know, insurance doesn't sound fun. No one wakes up and says, "Shit, I'm going to be insurer today." Um, you just fall into it by <laughs> oh, accident. <laughs> but what? You're right. But what a fantastic it's usually an career. astronaut or a hairdresser. Yeah. Or a, yeah. But I, I think that if you're legally minded, but you don't want to put up with a lot of the sort of political crap then um what i found was um being in sydney going to some of the international law firms they're not like the law firms in tassie where it's a bit more family and you can relate to people um it was uh very much oh you go i go to bills for breakfast that sort of thing i'm yeah. like who are you like <laughs> yeah who are you <laughs> it's just i gotta live eat i don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know <laughs> I'm usually running late and I just get a coffee. <laughs> live eat too. And good breakfast. Uh, shout out to young Mika. She does a good job. There. Yeah, she does. Good brekkie. Thanks, Meek. <laughs> yeah, coffee's not bad to either. I yeah, I don't. I'm a bit fussy with coffee. Yeah, you got to make sure Mika makes it. Yeah, okay. If yeah. Mika's there and I'm she really, makes it. really fussy with Perfect. coffee. Yeah, you're Greek. I'm Greek. My I'd brother does his all things coffee. Oh, so your brother makes a good coffee. Hey, we need to get Eddie in on the podcast. Eddie, I'd love to get Eddie he in. He was here tonight. I should have brought him down. Should have brought him in. <laughs> We'd have had a four-way here and a good chat. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he could have been on our podcast. But we will get, might get Eddie in because he's all things coffee. He's and amazing. It's good to know what's um, – and he's travelled a lot. Extensively. He left home, I think he was 18, and came back 20 years later. That's incredible. So, um, yeah, he's done a lot of travel. I left home at 22 and – Came back like two days later. <laughs> <laughs> you got Did you have one of those little you got like eat, mum? sticks on yeah. your, you know, and they uh, had the little bandana at mommy. the end with your clothes? I just, yeah. Two like, days. Oh, look, you know, I moved out, but. Howie. But I still needed food. <laughs> yeah, um, true. I can remember when I moved out, mum. <laughs> I, I know this for a fact, but my mother came to see where I was living and was mortified. Was she? Yeah. Mortified. Um, it wasn't a good thing. I, I, you, know, like you move out. I was living on a mattress on the floor in an attic. Oh, sugar. Yeah. 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 Um, Flowers I, in the attic. Yeah. I did sleep um, under my desk in London because I'd missed the oh. last train home. 
That's yeah, that's okay. That's <laughs> I've slept under my desk because I've been hungover and really tired. <laughs> yeah, I've slept in the on the office couch before. Mm. And yeah, on the tra- train stations and things. I've had to call up. I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, but I've just missed the last train home. And then I've had to, before everyone comes into the office, I had to race to. Um, next and buy a whole new um, workout outfit. Yep. Yeah. So that that's a change, isn't it? Because when you come to somewhere like yeah, you know, back back home, oh, I mean, we have, we have closed. no passenger trains, <laughs> but everywhere's closed. So yeah. you know, I, I guess if we had passenger trains at random till two o'clock in the morning, uh, and a big population, we'd have. I'd still miss them. Shops, but you'd still <laughs> miss them. I know you would. Um, so tell you, um, your mother of. Two boys. Yep. Mother of two boys. And tell me about your boys. Um, so they um, – I actually adopted James in Hong Kong and I um, found it – after two weeks of being a mother, I found it a really a bit stressful. Um, so I decided to go have a night out with the girls and got a bit drunk and then – Accidentally um, found Isaac attractive again and bang. (laughs) (laughs) Got pregnant. Had the second child. attractive again. (laughs) That's great. So why did you adopt? I think, again, just want to give back. And because I was taken in, um, I think that every child deserves a good home. Um, one thing that I would love to change with Australia is the way the adoption system you, works. You can't adopt. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. It, it's just – It's terrible. It's disgusting. There are so many people out there that are exploiting children just to get payouts um, and the fostering system is not working. It's not working for the children and no one seems to care about the children. Um, and w- what they don't understand is – you, you need a stable home. You need, as a child, you need people that you can call your parents, um, that you're not worrying every night if they're going to kick you out. The, you need that. And, and because we don't have that, we are getting a, a new generation of people coming through that haven't had that stability in life. And there's so much trouble now because they because of what they've grown up with they don't know any difference so yep, then it's going right. on to another yep, generation yep, yep. um and you know the all the political parties need to get their asses together and work together on this because it is important this is a new generation of australia coming through there's over 85,000 children in foster homes at the moment is that right yeah so um Jesus. We, mm. we really need to do something about this because um, in Hong Kong, it's I think what we've done is we have had a very bad history, but we've gone too far the other way. And I think there needs to be a bit of a um, – we, we sort of – we do need to take a risk. There are bad people out there, but there's bad people being foster parents. Um, and then – Absolutely right. There are – yeah, you think the word foster parent, they're going to be caring, oh, loving, not always the case. No. I, I'd adopt tomorrow, you know, yeah. if I could give a child yeah, absolutely. a chance and, and, and someone to love and to love them and a future. The power of a hug is enormous. Yeah, it's oh, amazing. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, and and it's not it's not easy work, but I think if you, it's easier with younger children, and I think that's the there are a lot of 
good people out there mm. that would make beautiful parents, but there's so many hurdles to become. I, that's it's unfair right. because there's so many people that, for what whatever reason, cannot have children. Yep, and yeah. and yet. The adoption process is extremely difficult and time-consuming and and not impossible. Yep. Uh, yet, in other countries, well, Hong Kong, it took six months. Yeah. We actually delayed it for a couple of months because um, we thought, shit, this is going way too fast. We're not ready to be parents yet. Um, so we went uh, on a boozy trip to the US <laughs> just to get it out of our just system. To, that's the way. <laughs> well, you know. You know. There's just the nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, what I think the process there is fantastic. They interview you. They interview the parents. Yeah. They make sure that the parents really do want to give up the children um, and they put them through a couple of weeks counselling to make sure that if they're not certain that that parent does actually want to, then they won't go through with it. Um, but it's really sad. There are so many parents that will just go, if you give me an iPhone, uh, you can have the child. And at the end of the day, do you really want those people being parents to these children? Like not for an iPhone. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Until you must have found that you once you became a mother – I can imagine that you'd be completely the opposite than the mother that you had growing up, I guess. Yeah. But with your biological mother, you would have been completely oh, yeah. different. Were you protective? Were you... Yeah, I think I was... I mean, I try to... For me, I want to do what my mum did with me. You're not any more special. You're just my child. Yeah. And I think that that's the most beautiful thing you can do is that, you know, you don't coddle someone or anything like that but you just treat them like they are your family yeah and that's what i that's what i've always wanted with with james i think that you know coming back to tassie um i'm no longer the only asian in the village but like um you know, I do think that. Good um, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but I do think maybe the boys might have a few difficult times ahead with the political stuff going on at the moment. But at the same time, I do think that um, I, to instill in them a thick skin to to grow up, and because the thing is, no matter what country you go to, you're going to get some form of um, discrimination. Yeah. Oh, and it's not even about your colour. I mean, when I was I, – I found for me the worst was being in the UK and it, it wasn't about looking Asian. It was you're young, you're female, you're Asian, you're Australian. All I needed was Muslim and gay and I would have had, boom, everything. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, what I found difficult was over there, they're nice to your face – in my in the company I was working at, with at the time, very nice to your face, but you wouldn't move ahead. Then Isaac would always because I'd always invite Isaac out drinking with us because he's like my best friend, and in our industry it is very boozy, and yep. so one um, of the last bastions of booze. <laughs> and so <laughs> I mean, they would um, once Isaac was at Oxford um, and he'd finished his time there. They offered him a job in the firm 
that was more senior to me and I'd been there five years. Wow. And yeah, okay. it was all because he's an Oxford boy now. Yes. All this sort yes. of crap. And so, I, yeah, I just think it is everywhere, but it's having that thick skin to deal with it and yep. say, you know what, I'm going to show you who I am and then you're going to feel sorry um, that you um, treated me like that way yeah. before. Yep. And it's... No doubt about you, Tia. There's no, <laughs> no doubt about doubt you, about and you will show people. And yeah. uh, but that's what I want to bring yeah. into my children. Yeah, as well. I think that's amazing, and I, d- I don't think your children will have a hard time. I mm. absolutely teach them a thick skin and uh, teach them right from wrong and how to uh, verbalise their thoughts. Yep. But uh, they'll be fine because I think that deep down, down here in uh, Tasmania and Australia. Um, we are a pretty nice bunch of people and yeah, you get I, the odd dickhead, but I'm sure... You get it everywhere, uh, right? It's the second you time you've sworn tonight. <laughs> yeah. Is dickhead a swear word? No, not really. Is it? No. No, Is not it? really. No. No. <laughs> no. We can but, get away with that. But I'm sure they'll be fine. And if they're in trouble, they can just give old Uncle Howie here yes, a yeah. call and I'll be straight up there and I'll sort it out yeah. for him. That's but exactly I do right. Think, I do think sometimes you need to learn to deal with your own demons yeah, as well. Yeah, I agree. And you can't just rely on other people all the time. And, you know, even today um, when (laughs) up at Woolies we had some some teenagers throwing rocks at me and calling me COVID and stuff like that. Oh, really? Wow, that happened today. Yeah. In Burnie. In Burnie, but... You know, they wow, that's terrible. I think they were from a low socioeconomic. Doesn't yeah, but there's people. no excuse if they're from um, as low so- social economic or not. I find that disgusting. Yeah, but then what, my friend that was with me at the wow. time was going to fight the battles for me, and I'm like, you know wow. what? It's a waste of time. Like, the, unfortunately, oh, I, I these, cannot believe that. That's I, so bad. I cannot believe that that would happen in our community. Yeah, I, I'm actually really. Sad about that, yeah, but I think if they were educated about it a bit more, then they nah, wouldn't. Whereas you can't fix stupidity, and and you you, you can't educate. Oh, like you said, low socioeconomic. Um, well, I hope to fix that. Also, this is one of my other projects that I'm going to bring good. to Bernie. Um, in Hong Kong, what we had was um, we all were um, fortunate enough to have helpers um, from the Philippines and. Um, they would help look after our household yeah. and look after our children. And it was amazing. But these poor ladies, they would be away from their families for nearly their whole lifetime. Yeah, crazy. And um, all their salary would just go back to their family in the Philippines. And then they'd get into debt because they'd borrow off other helpers mm. or um, loan sharks. And then they were in lots of trouble. So um, what a group did in Hong Kong was started up a, um, a, a charity that helped um, these helpers to just learn the basic common sense things that we all take for granted. Um, yep. So it's stuff like um, how to set a budget, how to say mm. no to family, how to set up a bank account. Um, and I'm, I'm just like, well... In Bernie, we do have um, some a low socioeconomic group here that I think can be helped. And it's just, well, we've got the people here. We can do it. It's And I just think if we can make just a little bit of Bernie 
even better, um, then it well, just makes – for me, I just think let's make Bernie better. Well, yeah. you know, yep. we've got our uh, our better. hands up to uh, <laughs> to help you with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. And you're sitting with the deputy mayor yep. and you're yep. sitting let's with, make uh, with uh, me from Zenith. Yeah. Uh, or as Ken Dorsey says, put Bernie first. Uh, put Bernie. Yeah. We yep. will put Bernie first. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Tia, just before we, we go, because we – do have to wind it up. Um, yes. but See, I told my, you I gas bag. Yeah, you're good. But my God, it's been a pleasure having you here tonight. Absolutely has. If there was one piece of advice or something you could impart onto our guests, we ask all our guests to do this. Uh, one piece of wisdom, one um, piece of encouragement. What, what, what would it be from your experience? I think for me, the thing that stuck with me the most was what Isaac said to me. Build a bridge and get over it. Yeah. And yep. it's just – it's worked all throughout life. Um, yep. I mean, Phil Pullinger's advice, be a doer, not a knocker, is also brilliant as well. Um, but I think it's very easy to fall into the victim situation and life's too short. Live life. You, there's nothing Live stopping you. Life. So <laughs> Live life. Yeah. Be kind. Yeah. Be, be kind. kind. Be mindful of people. You never know what shit anyone else Pay is going forward. through. Pay it forward. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're trying yeah. to do now. Yeah. Love each other. I love it. It's been great, Tia. Thank <laughs> you Tia, so much thank you for coming so in. so much for coming in today. It's been a pleasure having you. We, we really – Absolutely. Legit. And on short <laughs> notice. Absolutely enjoyed it. And on short well, notice, which we so thank we you really so much. Thank you for that. Um, thank you. Thanks Tia. for the wine. And for no, sharing no, no, the no. story because it was amazing. Would you like so. another glass? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course you will. Well, I better give you one. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys. We'll talk next week with our. He's Timmy. He's Timmy. Love you, Timmy. Thanks, Timmy.